Welcome to Spaghetti Launchers, a world-building podcast where we throw spaghetti at the wall and it's up to you what sticks. Each episode, we go in-depth on an element of fictional worlds, breaking it down and developing unique examples live on the fly to give you ideas you can copy, steal, or be inspired by. Whether you're a writer, a GM, or an all-around nerd goblin. Nerd goblin. It's quite angelic. Just looking to indulge your imagination, we've got you covered. I'm Kyle. I'm Ethan. And on this episode, we'll be discussing the antithesis of angelic, Assassin's Guilds. How dare you suggest that angels cannot be assassins? That's true. They can. How uh, dare you? Angels of death. We're discussing That's assassins. That's literally the, th- I, it's the first assassin. Okay, fair. Arguably. All right. We're, we're talking about Assassin's Guilds. Uh, this is Henceforth a- called the Smiting Guilds. Uh, you're really, really leaning in on this one. Uh, this is a, a quasi-sequel to an episode that we did because this was the first episode we did when we were doing a test record. So we did not record it properly. Getting back to basics here, folks. Yeah, but we liked the episode. It's why we, we picked it as our first topic. And we decided to do it again with we're going to recycle some of those ideas, but we're going to bring new ideas as well. You've never heard any of them, so they're all fresh to you. Join us now for Assassin's Guild 2 electric boogaloo electric assassin electric chair oh jesus that, that, <laughs> that's dark well this is dark because it's assassins assassins are not particularly lighthearted uh by any stretch of the imagination in the background of assassin's guilds i think we get to like a couple very clear examples the most prominent one to me is dark brotherhood yep. from the elder scrolls games especially oblivion dark Brotherhood's the best storyline in that game i haven't played it I'll defer to you. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and it's, you know, the name says a lot about it. It's the Dark Brotherhood. It's like they were cloaks that are black and they hide in the shadows and they have a base that's underneath a well and a bat, like in a house that is decrepit in like an underground cavern. It's very creepy and they kill people for money and there's very like ritualistic murder. That's kind of, to me, the archetypical Assassin's Guild. But then you also get into, like, wet work operatives from the CIA are Assassin's <laughs> Guild. Definitely. Uh, you know, like, there are... You I know, mean, at this point, we could qualify drone operators as, a, as no, an Assassin's ab- Guild. Absolutely you can. Or, like, Hitman. Like, Completely. Uh, look at Agent 47 from the Hitman game slash the one movie mm-hmm. they made. Great uh, Assassin's Guild framework in there, just in Guns for Hire period we're also glossing over the maybe it's the penultimate if for you the dark brotherhood is the ultimate then let's call this the penultimate the guild that literally calls themselves the assassins from assassin's creed yeah so so let's not forget about them and all of this and they and but and i like that the dichotomy between them and the dark brotherhood because the dark brotherhood do it for money these other people the the assassins they do it all because of the templars question mark yeah sort of like to keep the world on track it's a little unclear but they definitely see themselves as the good guys well doesn't everybody well yeah yeah but yeah well, I, the dark brotherhood doesn't no they they're don't. pretty clear about who they are and what they do yeah that's fair but that's a that's a good point the assassin's guild of assassin's creed which i don't it's just a, a bunch of hogwash it's very very the stories of those games are there's a chaotic. difference between People like assassins who kill for money and then people who use murder as a tool. Yeah. <laughs> Secret murder as a tool. Yeah. So, like, uh, uh, yeah, I guess Assassin's Guild, we, we have the two different camps. We have the people who do it for purpose, people who do it for money. And we right. we can discuss both of those. Yeah, they both and count. They're just different 
variations on the theme. And to recount the ones we talked about last time, because I think a couple of them fit really well into here, uh, and, and we'll try and flesh them out and maybe build upon them further. One of the ideas we talked about was uh, what we termed the euthanizers. Yeah. Who were the these assassins that their entire shtick is going around and assassinating people Usually people who were in power who no longer should be in power. You liked that angle. I liked the angle more of them as the angels of mercy. Yeah. Well, no, it, it was both of those. Both of those angles were great. But yeah. we, we had termed it kind of from both. It was, But it was people going around and just assassinating people for a purpose. And that purpose is either it's a mercy to society or it's mm-hmm. mercy to the individual. Mm-hmm. And they are not really searched after because people, A, don't really care that People aren't concerned that somebody's people are being killed when they're suffering and they're nearing the end of their life. Right. People aren't going to be like, oh, well, how they die? Suspicious. They're like, right. oh, well, yeah, they were dying. Yeah. But also because it's a, usually a, it's a good thing mm-hmm. to a lot of society. So they kind of op- they operate very much in secret. That was one of the ideas we had. We discussed also the openly operating assassins that rely on hiding in plain sight. Yeah, where like, like everybody can be a part of the of the Assassin's Guild, and it's a matter of it's up to well, you. Well, if it's you... not necessarily that everyone can be a part of them. It's an Assassin's Guild whose whose existence is known, and so all you have to do is wear a fake badge and say, "Oh, I'm a member of this group." Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Nobody knows. But it they it were called muddies the green the talent. The green talent. That's right. Yeah. But it sort of muddies the water and sort of creates an I am Spartacus type of situation of, is this person actually a member of the Green Talon? Well, nobody knows because no one knows where the the headquarters of the Green Talon actually is. So everyone theoretically could be a member of the Green Talon or not. But the Green Talon then, by, by using that chaos, get to move in public and kill and assassinate whenever they want without having to worry about secrecy. Only the leader needs to be kept secret. That's it. Everyone else can be in public. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and then we discussed what it, it, the notion that what if there is no actual leader and that it's, you know, a dispersed network. If you are assassins, you want secrecy. And we talked about spies yeah. already as, as a, as a yeah. separate topic. We also want to distinguish between Assassin's Guild and Thieves Guild. You know, Thieves Guild, you know, just for the sake of, of uh, keeping us focused in this podcast. Um, this is about violence. They kill people. That's the end goal. Period. That's it. Not yeah. not using violence as a tool to get money. Yeah. Like Thieves Guild, so we assume, are not murderers. They don't kill. They just take. Yeah. Assassins kill spies kill sometimes but they're mostly after the information right and they take very specifically information yeah versus assassins are usually just get in kill just kill and uh, another one we we talked about uh which i really like and still lingers in my head is the idea of you have an assassin's guild that is uh cannibalized because some powerful house hires some of those assassins uh to create a secondary assassin's guild essentially within yeah. that house and then they use that to kill off the old assassin's guild so they're the only people in town sort of the 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 sith rule of two approach to assassin's guild is if you have an assassin's guild that's so good at assassins what happens when the assassins start assassinating the assassins and then you just continually have this power struggle yeah and that was fun to, fun to hear you say i think those were the main ideas we talked about i don't recall what, what... no though we you covered the majority of them but there are a lot more that we could play around with. Oh, because absolutely. That's why we're here. What's fun to think about Assassin's Guild is if we're thinking about them just as a secretive, or not necessarily so secretive, but a subversive group that murders people. 
the possibilities are endless. And you could have... Imagine an Assassin's Guild. I have some noodles. This is one that I've been thinking about for a while. Imagine you have an Assassin's Guild where they're not even actually touching the target. Yeah. They're farmers. Oh, God. And they have a very small plot of land where they grow either poisoned or they use, you know, a a certain type of, of chemical treatment on them or something like that. They get their targets in the mail and then they just ship them CSAs. (laughs) And then they, right? Like, and it's just the food. That's it. It's They're not in there. They're not stabbing. There's no murder. There's no, I mean, it's still murder, but there's no, Violence. It's, it's fascinating. I, I, I'm very curious. I'm like, smiling it's, quite a lot while I listen to him talk it's, about it's this. It's not snail mail. It's snail. It's uh, it's nail mail. Nail mail. The snail mail. It's it's. You'll come up with it. Um, Give but, me. T- let me noodle on it. Okay. Um, I guess the biggest question in that is, if how many times can you get away with that? Because if if you poison somebody with the food. Everybody's going to think – people are going to look into it and go, oh, well, I'm pretty sure he was poisoned because it looks like he suffered from poisoning. And the, you're going to question everybody there and then you're going to say, well, we these are just some fresh mushrooms we got from farmer Ted down the street. And then they're going to go over to Ted and be like, Ted, can, can I see your mushrooms? And then they're going to figure it out. They could. I mean there are a couple – look, it's no secret that the food industry <laughs> – United States is responsible for the death of a lot of people, and they all seem to be doing just fine. So maybe they get lost in in corporate subsidiaries, where it's never quite clear which individual farm the food came from. Maybe, but I guess this, this is where where it becomes mm, okay. Okay, so because it, it becomes complicated from the perspective of picking the right target and getting the, getting them the spe- specifically them getting the food that's been poisoned. Because it's right. it's the raw food that's poisoned, and if that gets mixed in, if it's a couple potatoes, and then you throw it all into a big old crate of potatoes, right. then all of a sudden, it's cats out of the bag, it's not going to work. Sure. And this farm, quality assurance is the most important job. Yeah, so you have a cooperative. Right. You have a farmer Ooh, cooperative. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, that is the Assassin's Guild. Yep. The farmers have no idea. They, uh, they're not involved. That's great. They just grow the food. Yep. And then it's all aggregated at the cooperator, and then they will like inject it or rub it. I think probably inject because people like clean, but yeah. they'll inject the potatoes with some sort of deadly. The potato deadly. mashers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the potato mashers. You're welcome, Earth. I don't think Earth is going to be all that grateful on that one, but no one understands me. I, I, I think we do. So you have the potato mashers that then distribute the potatoes like direct. Mm-hmm. Or I'm thinking about like what if it is less targeted? Mm. It's more, oh, you know, just around there. Mm-hmm. They distribute it to the rich part of town, to the power players, and they're, they just say, well, whoever we drop, that's a win. Yeah. They're like more ideological. Oh, interesting. That's cool. And so they're like And they're chaos. It's more about chaos and more about and, chaos. Uh, and so they're less of a assassin's guild in the traditional sense. They're more just assassins. Right. And, and their purpose is to sow chaos. Mm. 
co- assassinations for purpose, the purpose could, could be destabilizing. Absolutely. They, they could be assassins who are being paid by a, by a rival state. Yeah. You have the potato-hating kingdom next door that really is just like, yeah, you, use the thing that we hate to kill the people. We yeah. Hate. You know, I, I, I don't know. No, well, no, but, it's, but, I, but I like it's The idea behind all of that is... I, I, I like Assassin's Guild being guilds being tied into mundane activities yeah. where you wouldn't see them. And I also like the idea of an Assassin's Guild or an assassin that is sort of like the drone operator being an assassin that is so far removed from their actual target yeah, that, that maybe they don't even know who their target is. It's sort of like, you know, that old question about like, oh, if you could press this button and you'd get a million dollars, but someone you'd never knew would Dies, die yeah. would you press it you know yeah it's, it's, it's that kind of it's 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 yeah it's the it's almost like the trolley problem <laughs> of assassin's kill yeah well and i'd be curious like in that in this scenario the amount of and i got at this earlier is you know collateral damage with people along that food chain quite literally is how many chefs are going to be killed mm. how many servers are going to be killed how many everybody in the yep. process is going to be off because they are suspected of poisoning right that might create an issue it could is it worth it though i mean again if you're if we're operating on the assumption that they're ideologically motivated like you are then not suggesting that you are an ideologically motivated assassin you mean the the second person you in this scenario, not correct. me. Correct. Not I am not an ideological motivated <laughs> assassin or an assassin of That anybody. we know of. That's true. Uh, you might just be really, really good I at really it. hate the Templars, and it's <laughs> and it's my purpose to bring them down. I think I think that there's something to it, but I think it does create I, I think it works well in a it doesn't work well as a long term endeavor. I think it's no. really interesting for a short term story Mm -hmm. in any world or it's people burning out quickly Mm. they just say we don't actually care if if we live or die we want to get we we, want to stir some shit up and then our life isn't worth living we we will happily flee or we'll be uh we'll be taken down by the king's men or whatever right yeah i I think that might be the end of that bowl i think the mon the, the mundane assassins is great i think it's always something that should be explored because usually that's the way people get in to any like clandestine scenario mm-hmm. is to just be one of the most mundane background players. Mm-hmm. Well, we there's talk, this, we, we talked about this with spies as well. Yeah. Um, well, and there's this idea of, you know, culturally in our head, you know, what we think of as the ninja, you know, dressed in all black with like the short sword sheathed on the back when reality, most ninjas would actually probably dress up as a gardener. Or yeah. a a house worker or something to infiltrate. You know, like it's it's the it's the the need to infiltrate to get close to the target was often so important for the assassin. That's why I like the idea of the assassin at at range, not you know, not a sniper necessarily, but like being very far removed from their target. Okay, I I, I want to talk about ninjas for a second. Best um, sentence I, you've ever said. <laughs> I've got some noodles on the ninja idea. Some ninja nudes? Some nude ninjas. Yeah. I think it's great to have assassins that are at a distance, but I think for world building, especially if you're doing them for like a an RPG or something, your players really want to have the opportunity to be the badass assassin. You you want to have more interaction. You want to have a little more flair for the assassins that is less uh, 
mundane. So I'm thinking, take the ninja idea. Mm -hmm. They are physically going in. They are killing with with close quarters combat. Hmm. But if this is a magical world, you can go in however the fuck you want. And I'm thinking flying ninjas. Literally, uh-huh. they're airdropping in at night. They they still wear all black. You're yep. probably not going the full like uh, you know, cultural appropriation sure, sure. route, but just like they are camouflaging. They are wearing dark clothes and they're wearing... If the sky like, is um, red, they're wearing red. It's whatever... Yeah, and but they are going in from above. It could be... You could go... In the Assassin's Creed uh, mm-hmm. model, there's the in the Assassin's Creed two Leonardo da Vinci hang glider thing. Yeah, they could be hang gliding, or just the leap of faith. That's their whole thing is to leap down from high above. But but I'm saying like so, so say if there is no above, you could just go like if you can't get if you can't get leverage that's higher than it, and you can just go even, and you yeah. have, you have to artificially go up. Got so it. I it, see what it, you're saying. I misunderstood. So it could be that there is um, there's an Assassin's Guild that happens to have like. One wizard who can just cast fly on these guys. That's all they can. Get. <laughs> yeah, that's all they do is they just cast fly on people and say, "Go fly up, and then you can infiltrate from above, and you can just fly into that guy's window straight ahead, like with a sword out, just slice his head right off and fly right out the, the other window, oh, and, that's cool. and, and come back." Or be a little, a little bit more secretive about it by like actually flying yeah. in, just, just in and out though. Yeah, just in and out because. The fly is going to wear off. So then you, you you have the tension of they do this, but it it's requires them to be fast. Like any like special forces sure. type of thing of like, this is your exfil time. But in this situation, it's like, no, literally the spell stops. And if you aren't on the ground safe, right. you'll fall right. if you're in the air. And you'll fall into enemy territory. Or you'll just die because the, the fall damage will kill you. Yeah. Or you'll be in the enemy territory and they'll be like, Wait, who's this guy dressed in all black, carrying a sword, and covered in blood in our house? That's not okay. Hey, please, you're under arrest. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's yeah. a lot of fun. Doing like iterations of it, of the in-your-face assassins that use mm-hmm. magic of some kind, and it could be that they... Uh, Especially if know, it's limited, you know... If the magic in your world is not, you know, the the stereotypical D and D kind of magic can do whatever you want it to yeah. do. If magic is very limited, if you if you've world built a mag a, a a magic system that is very a hard magic system that has very clearly defined limits, then this is a great opportunity for that, right? You know, and I think about um, another great example of that is um, in Avatar: The Last Airbender, the idea of blood bending. Right, like that is a very hard magic system, yep. and they figure out ways to you. You could be a bloodbending assassin, or you could do like in uh, Legend of Korra, and you could pull the air out of someone's lungs, and you could utilize it that way, but still operating within the bounds of your magic system. If your magic system allows you to fly, but only for a very limited amount of time, this is a great and very cool way to do that. I I have this long-running goal in D&D as a wizard specifically that I want to convince somebody to take my hand, like an enemy, like I'll get you to safety, and then dimension door up 500 feet, and then dimension door away from them and let them fall and die. Oh, I love it. And and now I'm thinking about, like, if all they can do is is fly, they just go in, like, fucking eagles and just grab them and just carry them up. Yeah, absolutely. And then they're just like, and then just make it look like like they like they jumped out the window. Make it look like suicide because mm-hmm. you just go higher up, and then you drop them in the courtyard of of their home, and then it looks like it. they just dropped. 
Perfect. And you're like, people don't question, like, well, that's a lot of mush. Yep. That's so many two stories. Uh, had that happen. Perfect. Pe- perfect bowl of pasta. Yeah. Perfect right, bowl of pasta. A, a similar one. No, no I, I, new noodles, but still assassins. Eco terrorists. Sure. Druids. Ha! <laughs> Uh, we love druids. We love druids here. Druid eco-terrorists who are, they are defending this land and you have this kingdom. It could be uh, the mining guild. It could be somebody is encroaching on it. You have, they're they're cutting down the Entwood. Mm. The, the druids are pissed mm. and there's, there's few of them. So they they just turn themselves into little butterflies and they fly <laughs> into, the, into the quarters of who's ever in charge. Or they just do little spiders. They just go in there, wait till they're till they're asleep. They're druids. They have control over nature. A lot. Yeah. Take take your airbending element. Yeah. They just can like pull the air right out of your lungs. Or they, or they can just like create like a, a vacuum or, uh, or, or, nice. around you, so that you will just slowly suffocate. Yeah. They just like it's like they're smothering. But very slowly, so that you might not even notice it. Yeah, or something. Or they, because or, or, I feel like it'd be more interesting if they do it very naturally. It could be that, oh, here's a fucked up one. They just like throw a bunch of like snails or something down your throat and you just choke. Or you could do that. Or or there's always the ever popular Thanos. What is it? What? Which is, uh, what if in uh, Avengers Endgame, what if Ant Man killed Thanos by crawling up his ass and then expanding into giant man form? Oh, Jesus! It's Christ. always an option. Yeah, you could do that. You could. Yeah. Every, look, every Assassin's Guild has got that one guy. Yeah. That one crazy motherfucker who will do that fucked up shit. Like, and that's going to be his calling card. I'm just saying he would exist. I think. I think in this scenario, for the, these are eco terrorist assassins, their goal has to be. To let them know, it was in, like nature killed them, mm. so they they probably don't want it to be too extreme. So I think maybe like they choked on a giant spider, they choked on snails, yeah. that a bird uh, clawed out. Like like there's just a bunch of birds in the room now. They just like, summoned a bunch of birds and the birds and they just like clawed, clawed yeah, his yeah, eyes yeah. out very brutally. Yeah, uh, but just to make it very clear to everybody in that kingdom or that mining guild, nature killed him. That's and none of you are, and it keeps happening. Right. And like, none of you because are safe. Because you think you control nature, but nature really has control over you. Yeah, like unless you build, like are in a hermetically sealed vault, uh-huh. nature can get in here. Yep. And these druids are very clever and very good, mm-hmm. so they just keep going into smaller and smaller bugs, and then just worm their way in. I love it. I love it. I, I don't know that there's any more on that. That might be out of that bowl. Simple bowl. It might be simple bowl, but very, but really tasty. Like just a really good mac and cheese there you just made, man. This is a spaghetti-based show. Excuse Shut the fuck me. up with, your, with your mac and cheese. Blah, blah, blah. This is like Michelin star uh, spaghetti where they're like, they give you like seven Perfect noodles. Perfect Pomodoro. Yeah, just like like a tiny little noodle uh, noodle <laughs> selection. It's just like, like when they give you like one raviolo. And oh, you're, yeah, you're like, yeah. come on. I'm sure it's great. Love that you I correctly ha- pronounced raviolo. I, mean, I, I did live in Italy. You did. <laughs> um, I do have some other ideas, though. Again, thinking of the very small but very effective idea. Okay. Um, got some got some nudes here. Got a got a little got a little appetizer, if you will. We're talking about infiltration, and typically with infiltration, it's always got to be something where the assassin has to get to the person, right? Has to get to the target. But what if? you could get the target to come to you. 
And so we've okay. done this before. Like, this is a pretty common trope, you know, like with the Black Widow or the Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know, the femme fatale, the seductress, yeah. where they lure you in. That's a trope. And it's a, always a good one. Oldie but goodie. But what if it was a little bit different? The concert killer, where someone was able to kill you somehow through the use of their voice, either through singing at such a pitch that your brain literally exploded or they mesmerize you with their song to jump off a cliff or to kill somebody else. The, the opportunity, you know, I like the idea of like an, an artist of some being an assassin, an, an assassin's guild of artists where their art is the medium of assassination. Yeah. Where somehow they are, it's either their music blows up your brain or their, their, um, their painting has subtle, you don't know it's a 3D picture with a subliminal message to to jump off a cliff, but it yeah. is. Well, yeah, I was gonna add some sauce on that. Oh, specifically throw some sauce on, on the on the art side of like the painting. So say it is a renowned, and then we don't renowned, but there's painters that they come to you or no, be like, oh, come to my, my studio, we'll go to you. I don't know, irrelevant. Sure, sure. They paint. And the paint fumes are ah, toxic. Ah, cool. And they have... The George Costanza killers. They have uh, plugs like, deep in their nose that, are, uh-huh. that aren't visible to other it. people. So cool. And they will... And they'll be like, oh, we'll do your oil painting. We'll get you all set. And like, we'll do it in your home. Yep. So, like, we'll come, we'll do the painting, and then you'll have your portrait up here. And it dissipates quickly or something, so that by the time someone else comes in, the fumes have already gone. Yes. Or, yeah. I Or it's, it's it only works after a prolonged period of time. So it's, uh-huh. sit still for a while while we do this painting, but yep. we do this portrait. Once it's done, it takes, it takes, like, eight hours to set in, so you can be long gone. And then they just drop dead all of a sudden. Oh, We're I like, oh my god, he was was he poisoned? Was he sick? It's like, well, no, the painter was here way earlier today, and yeah. look at our gorgeous portrait. But the portrait now looks fine, because right? That it's no longer toxic, right? Oh, I love that. That's cool. And maybe then they blame the cook, who's actually secretly trying to feed them poisoned potatoes. The potato mashers and <laughs> and the the mouth breathers—they're combined uh, in this in this effort here. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's something with, with artists for sure. I, I like the idea of, back to your idea of um, bringing them to you. And I was thinking about mm-hmm. uh, like <laughs> my mind went specifically straight away to when people are trying to be they're trying to deliver somebody um, papers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, what if it's a jury summons? What if it's there is a, a magistrate in the city that is summoning constantly has people coming in and out but like oh well like farmer george owes like uh has claimed something about your land yada yada like there's constant movement Mm. and then they are a part of an assassin's guild that is like a it could be a bunch of like these low-level bureaucrats across the kingdom where Mm. it's just like they're just there's just enough these small corrupt people who are all assassins and they summon you Mm. and then some I I don't know I haven't gotten far enough to what happens next but they 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 somehow are able to assassinate you but they like they bring you in and then it, it's a little bit more mundane because mm. it's like oh yeah well they just some people all the time um, and because it's like a magistrate no one would think well the magistrate 
like the, the judge is not the one going to be assassinating people. Of course not. They, they, they pulled the law. How do you do it enough? How do you do it secretly enough so that people don't catch on? I guess, that's a problem with any of these. With, oh, of course. Yeah, for but, sure. but, and, and it's but the perennial question, but it's. In this context. Um, You've got to space them out. I mean, that's tactic yeah, it, number one. Yeah, I think I think it's a pretty rare occurrence. I think there's so much volume of summons that it do, that mm. it really. I think that's I think you, you kind of hide in plain sight of just like, well, we, we summon in 50 people a day. We don't have time. Like, who? Who are you talking about? I don't I don't recall that guy. Yeah. And maybe it's the maybe it's OK. They aren't. They summon them so that the assassins know where, where the guy will be. Oh, there so then, it is. Then it's yep. on it's on their way to or on their way home. Highwaymen get them, and you and you instead just use it as an op- you create an opportunity for assassination by requiring them to be there. Mm. Which I feel like I've seen that in, in movies before. Yeah, but it definitely would work. In, in and there's context. always plausible deniability because sometimes things just go bad. Yeah. I mean, like, like, oh, well, he's a powerful guy. He had a lot of enemies, I'm sure. Yeah. He owed a lot of people money. Yeah. He owed, like in Batman. He owed, he owed the city money. That's why I called him in. Yeah. Or like Batman Begins. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just have her mugged. And oops, sometimes, you know, you get shot in a mugging. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, it's 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 the ability to, I mean, the best, the best Assassin's Guild is one that obviously no one knows they exist. That's why I like that yeah. idea of, of the ones that operate in public where everybody knows they exist. Yeah. And it's kind of cool also to think about from a what if, what if you lived in a world where murder was legal? Would there even still be a need for assassins and then everyone was an assassin? Yes. What if it was sort of like weed in DC where like if you grow it yourself, it's fine, but you can't hire somebody to do it. Something like that. There, there's That's a new, there's something there. Yeah. I think you would still have assassins because I think then you get into, if you murder somebody, hmm. you become... A guy who's who is willing to do it, yeah. and people would be very suspicious of you and and watch you, and they might come after you. Well, there's nothing legally wrong, but morally or societally, you're still. Well, I think I, I frowned upon. <laughs> no, I don't think it's frowned. I, I think it's it's like um, I'm thinking of like a, it's like prison gangs. Hmm. It's you've now fired a shot. Everyone's looking at you like, oh, this fucking guy, he wants to kill people. Okay, well, like, that's what we do. So we're Got gonna we're, we're gonna fuck him up. Yeah, we'll go kill him. Got oh, it's a turf territory. It's a turf. It's a t- thing. Got well, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's not even like it, the a turf. It's like a turf in that the more people involved in this, the more people willing to do it, are more threats to us. Like we don't like we don't own murder in the city, but anybody who else is anyone else who's willing to do it publicly mm. is. One more person who might come after us. Yeah. So you're just like bop them down. It's just yep. it's whack a mole. So then you ha- you have assassins guilds who pop up. You you, you have a, an assassins guild that is the secretive one that can do it when you want it. You want to just want somebody to die. Yeah. And you don't want to get uh, pegged by the guys who are all territorial. Yeah. So I then, got it. So then they have like a, a, a like they are. They're not even that. Like people know, like everybody knows that, that the assassin guild exists. Right. No one knows 
who they are or where they are, but they all know they exist, including the guys who are like the 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 turf war guys. They yeah. all, they know. Yeah. But they're just like praying to God that those guys don't come after them, and they're and they aren't going to try and kill the assassins because. But and, and it, so it's kind of like yeah sure we'll let you have your like you can be the big tough guys out there and yeah. fight, but like we all know the, the the real people in charge are the assassins who are right. who will happily kill you guys the second somebody tells them to but they don't do anything for fucking free and no one has asked them to kill you yet because no one wants no one wants your shit no one wants to deal no with like deal with the, the turf war guys coming so they just the, the assassins guild just like goes and just quickly just like Boop, just one guy down, and they're so good at it. Yeah, the turf war guys are terrified. There would also be a really cool, potentially <laughs> really funny story element here where murders are happening. Murder's legal, like maybe, but maybe it's still like a civil thing where you can get sued. Like the state's not going to come after you, but you can get sued, right? Yeah. And then suddenly the Assassin's Guild still exists. But they're just used as cover because to prevent getting sued because it's like, well, I could have killed him if I didn't kill him. If I if I wanted him dead, I would have just killed him myself. Yeah. Why 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 would it have been me? And so you've got all these people just keeping each other guessing. Yeah. And sort of relying on that that na- you know, that who watches a watchman, neighbors watching neighbors kind of societal prevention of murder. I like the the civil element and I'm I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> like uh, murder was a civil dispute. Well, I'm thinking about duels. Oh. And one of the assassin's guilds are just professional stand-ins for duels. Oh, They're so that's good at great. it. They're so good at, at as duelists that you just hire them and it's a guarantee that you'll win your duel. You'll kill the guy that, that you hate and it's all done in a civil way. And it's like Oh, that's great. And it's like you declare the duel, you show up on the day, and then you're both just praying to God the other guy couldn't afford an assassin to uh-huh. come. And then they just like all of a sudden just kind of jump out of the shadows and then take his place and then maybe they do it during the duel it's like during the walk back like when when you're doing like you're doing the paces back yeah that's when when there's the substitute yep and that's and and that's not illegal that's totally allowable Mm -hmm. and then you're like and then they turn around and they're like shit it's an assassin yeah dead not projecting because i work for a large corporation that sometimes might not realize that it has multiple contracts with the same company but what if your assassin's guild was so large that, that it two? didn't realize that it had, they'd both been contracted by the same duel it's like uh then you have the uh the end of the born ultimatum where you yeah. have uh we, we have born and, and and the new guy look at each other being like look look what they make us do yeah such a good no that was the born years. the born identity no that's the end of ultimatum he does it no he does it end of ultimatum he does it at the end of he might, he might do it in both he, he might do it in both because it's definitely clive owen in the first one i wonder if it's him calling back to the first one then maybe. i bet that's what i haven't it, seen, I, I haven't seen identity is. in a long time i should the identity is still my favorite i think it's still the best one, i but. hate the opening so well you're wrong but i i think i also just he's I wrong know. ladies and gentlemen supremacy is the best one i think he's making himself wrong I don't think that's true. He's making himself is really much, much wrong. Don't you tell me Supremacy's Anyway, worse. anyway. Um, Brian Cox <laughs> is in Supremacy. Are He's in Identity, him? too. Is he? No. Ha-ha! He kills himself in, in Supremacy, though. <clears throat> yeah, it, that would be really funny if both guys show up and are like, yeah. shit! Or Mr. and Mrs. Smith, very similarly, where it's like you've got... But they're, they're two rivals. That's not yeah. the same corporation. It's like, it's like two colleagues being like, oh, dude, why are you here? No. You... 
Oh, you're here. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're here. All right. Contract's canceled. You both get to live. Be happy. You're both blacklisted. You're not allowed to use our, our services anymore. Oh, good. Yep. That's how they resolve those disputes. Yep. Whenever yep. they realize that. that God, can you imagine being the GC for that company? Like, that would just, like having to write in termination clauses like that into every contract? Like, my God. Violence. Murder is fully legal. Maybe they just kill the guys. They just say, oh, oh yeah. Bad. It's like a, put the onus on the customer. You're like, yeah, you, Buy, you the guys buyers beware. Yeah, you guys fucked up. Yep. Uh, so new noodles. New noodles. What you got? I'm gonna bring back up Mass Effect because this is really good world building. But it is. play the second game because I'm about to give away part of it. Not part of it, but at least some of the world building. Uh, there is a assassin character named Thancreos. Mm. Is his name? He's a, an assassin who is remorseful. And he's at the end of his life. He like he's terminally ill. It's like a whole thing, and he's all he's ever done is murder people. And he used to do it for the money, and now he. But but he, but he, every time he does it, he is he treats the body with reverence, mm. and it's it's like a solemn act. He's not. It's not like is it religious. It's somewhat religious. Huh. So I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking about, and maybe it's not necessarily religious, but it's. I and I think in his case it's like I've been granted these abilities. I my, my body is a weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm very good at this. Mm-hmm. I will like I can kill people with ease, so I'm going to treat that with respect. With respect. I and, take this seriously. This isn't like a joke or a money-making scheme for me. Like yeah, this is when it's like he was given th- this skill set it's the only skill set he really has. So he's, he's used it his entire life. Hmm. But then you, you kind of like, you treat everybody with with that solemn respect. Or it could be religious. So I'm thinking about like an assassin's guild that is not taking pleasure out of it. Hmm. They do it and they do it for the money, but it's because it's the people who are like, it's the lost people in society who are really they're very very good at violence they're good at this specific thing but they're not happy that they're good at it they're just good at it and it's what they do and they need Mm -hmm. to make money and they need to have a place in society and if they weren't doing it somebody with less respect would do it Mm -hmm. somebody who who would treat it with more brutality so they do it and, and they every kill is as respectful as possible it's never overly violent it's never gory it's as clean and cutthroat as possible to just i will and then like proper like rights are kind of given in the moment what you just described actually reminds me a lot of kosher butchery versus kind of uh industrialized slaughter or kosher slaughter versus industrialized slaughter right where industrialized slaughter can be you uh, however it works it's very brutal and inhumane and and Sad. sad and violent and Kosher, and, and there is no way to remove violence from murder, from, from the taking of a life. But kosher butchers are trained. It's a religious act. It's a right. They, they have to be, they have to come, they have to bless the animal. It, 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 there's, there's ritual behind it. Um, I think that's a really interesting dynamic and dichotomy. In this world, for this group, would they exist publicly? Would they be known? I don't think so. No. I think because I think any assassins guild, like it's rare that that we're saying that they're known. I I think it would be 
more interesting. And I think is I think it's outside of the euthanizers. <laughs> I, 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 I think they should be quiet. Mm. It's because they don't they don't want to be boisterous. They don't want anybody to really know. Maybe they're um, they kill. They take the body and they give it a they give it a proper burial. Mm. They deny the family of a, of a funeral. They deny them of the body, but but for their own protection, they don't want anybody to know that they exist, and they want it to basically look like like everyone just thinks that it's just missing people. That some some of these people have run away, they're missing whatever, but and it's really that they've been buried right outside hmm. their house, or or that they've all been, or it's some maybe there's a holy site in your world or a sacred space that they're all buried in. Maybe it's that they are a um they are at a t- like there's a temple and everyone- lean, lean on the idea of the kosher but like they're they're, they're they're it's a religious right to them this is yeah. a religious act that they serve well i, I was gonna go a slightly different route of um so in um scott lynch's uh series the gentleman bastards mm. uh the lies of Loch lamora which is right here mm. um is phenomenal but w- one of the the key elements of that story is that there is there's like 12 gods and then there's a 13th made up god that, that mm. was made up by this thieves guild basically by, this, cool. by these thieves and because they use it as a cover for their existence because it's like this mysterious 13th god that doesn't really like let people in very much like it's it, it creates the distance gives them a, a sense of authority and it's that they're not fucking religious they're lying yeah. uh they are thieves yeah. and you could do that in this scenario where it's they have like made up a god but it's it's completely different. It's actually a completely different. It's like a completely different god or different religion, or it's from a different part of the world that would be frowned upon. So they mm. just kind of put up a front of we are we are to the god Horn. This is his name. I'm looking at Alex Horn on, on my great. clock here. The uh, the name Horn is yeah. the, this is the god of uh, this is the god Horn. He's he's allowed here. We are we are just priests of of this and they just use it as a cover and yeah. then really they are there maybe their weapons are like chris knives from dune where they're carved out of animal horn no because because they don't give a shit about horn they are actually worshiping a completely like a, a religion from a, a, a like a frowned upon religion from another place hmm. that is like banned and part of that religion is somewhat of like there's the religious right element is infused through that. So they use like the front of that's cool, and then they bury all the bodies there under the funeral rites of their religion, right? But not under the horn religion. Oh, that's cool. Or you could even, I mean, and let's tie this into the conversation we had about uh, building pantheons, where we talked about the idea of new deities emerging. What if this group of believers created a deity through faith, right? Like the the their faith and their practice sprung a deity. Uh, uh, the, you know, the, the mm. deity of hidden death um, creeped in there or it was something, you know, it, 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 I love the idea of a, a, a religion where not just murder, not not like, you know, virgin sacrifice or anything like that was part of it, but where the, the assassination was part of it, you know, and, and leaning into that. I, I think that's a really cool idea. It's very it's very it's very quiet. It's very yeah, spooky. Yeah, it, it there is a quiet element to it. So it doesn't work in most contexts. It works yeah. in a very quiet story or a quiet world, or it works mm-hmm. if you are looking for a and I like and it's like the Silent Nights or something. Yeah, when well, and I, and I, I brought it up specifically because I I think uh, everyone who's played Mass Effect will agree Thane is probably 
top three best characters in that entire trilogy. One of the best characters, in, I think, in most modern fiction. And I think in part because it's this fascinating concept of a, a man full of remorse and continuing to lean into the thing that makes him remorseful because it's the only thing he knows what to do with. Mm. And he's using that now for good, but he but he hates himself for while he's doing it and, he, and he's up against the clock. Watch Thane Krios' scenes and you'll be like, oh, I get I get the vibe. I'm, thinking, I'm just trying to think of like, how do you make that into a full structure a full organization i think we've kind of done it with like there i mean the point is there are multiple ways you could structure it it's it's the question here is how do we take the concept of an assassin's guild and make it fresh for your world and the idea of having it be almost like a sacred act removed from other killing like assassination is not just killing on a battlefield it's not just killing in a duel it's not you're not not poisoning it's not open street murder right like this is this is art yeah you want to you want to be fucked up about it like this is art and artists are well known to be some of the most self-serious people in the world often rightfully so because to perfect their craft takes time and effort well and and in this scenario to perfect the craft of being an assassin is like the resource cost is pretty fucking high yeah you gotta find like how do you practice that usually failure and mm-hmm. I haven't read the Robin Hobbs um, Assassin's Apprentice trilogy, but um, it's it's famous for being high quality. I did the audiobook for it for a little bit and then and fell off. So we might there's probably something in there because the, the idea of like an apprentice to an assassin, like how the fuck do you yeah how do you learn yeah. to do that? Well, it's, I, I, well, 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 Undertaker is still a trade, and and I mean, yeah, in the sense that you have a master and an apprentice, and it's an apprenticeship to yeah. become an Undertaker and and a yeah, and work in a, and work in a funeral home. Yeah, but I, I I like the idea of the artist element and viewing it as an art. And now I'm thinking about you move almost into the serial killer element mm. of like groupies and shit, and like that creepy like Ted Bundy yeah. like grotesque behavior that people are like celebrating these people who are so demented and mm-hmm. like okay well what if you have an assassin's guild in, in a world where they're not doing it in a very demented way they're not serial killers they're just like trained assassins who are hired to do this and they right. it's always and, clean merciful and but it's like quiet but it's like almost like dignified a, but it's like a, it's like a game and they are viewed yeah. as like and they have like they all have a calling card and it's they are then like venerated be like oh my gosh like the jack of the clubs killed another guy like and it was beautiful and you get like that like weird like celebrity that's like very hush hush because no one wants to be like fawning over it but you get this odd dichotomy of people being fascinated by the idea of assassination but unwilling to really talk about it super openly but they can talk about it openly because it's kind of well known it's and i i I guess and this is in the context of a world where it's less frowned upon to be fair um, and that it is clean and it's more artistic because it's also you have to infiltrate. Yeah. So then you get into like, do you have assassins who are trying really hard to pull off jobs that are insane? So it's like somebody just throws that. They're like, I'll pay. However, I, I, I will pay everything in my possession if somebody can take out the king. Mm-hmm. And then every assassin who's worth their salt says, not stupid. You can't get the king. That's not going to work. Like. There's too many, too many variables. And the one guy says, I think I can take the king. I think I can do it. And then they do it and hijinks ensue, whether or not they succeed or they fail miserably and yeah. it becomes a whole big public show. And then the guy who hired him is outed. He's outed and killed by the king. And 
you know, or they succeed and then they become like this, it becomes this bizarre, like superhero scenario of like, Mm. wait, he could do that. Can we, let's go like, what else could he do? Yeah. Let's use him as a, as a, as a tool of the state to go kill all of our enemies because Mm -hmm. clearly he's really good at it. He killed Mm -hmm. the king. Like people would forgive it be like, well, fuck. I mean, a license to kill. Yeah. Yeah, basically, like, and then, like, we haven't really touched upon the idea necessarily of um, license to kill of, like, the state-run assassins. It's a little it's a little different than we start getting into, like, government agency, which is kind of a different faction, well, rather. Yes, but- than, and, and also, like, states have monopoly on violence, so, like, this is about taking, using violence without the monopoly on it true but i guess i'm thinking more specifically like just assassins like 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 a state like a like a off the books if they were caught by the rest of the state they'd be in trouble mm. like black ops like but like a legal black ops scenario the literal like, deep state yeah like the literal yeah like the the wet teams that aren't supposed to be operating yeah. I, I think there's interesting stuff in there that you could like you could kind of take what we've talked about here and just be like we'll just say that they they are acting on behalf of somebody within the state mm. and trying to punish others you know you, you just have that you need the you need that one guy who's like an advisor to the king who really who's like fuck it i can i'm, I'm gonna do what i want like i i have my own ideas and they go rogue and start hiring like people to be form their own little assassin circle within yeah. like the, like and just like off to the side and like having them go do stuff that isn't at all in, in the benefit of the state. Yeah. It's just that th- they're having some resources funneled from the state to just say, yeah, I want this to happen because I want, I want to abuse my power and I, maybe I want to take it. You're an to- assassin's guild on retainer. Yeah. Or maybe, or, or maybe assassin in residence. <laughs> yeah. Or and maybe this guy wants to usurp the throne. Maybe. Or maybe, or maybe he specifically wants like, he wants a job. He wants to be put in the position of like, the master whispers type guy yeah, yeah. and the guy who's in that job is pretty incompetent. So he starts this up as an entire way just to show how incompetent he is. Like I started a fucking assassins group under your nose and you didn't notice. And I had them kill every one of your fucking spies mm-hmm. and you didn't even know I deserve that job. Right. Like, and just to show yeah, the and king. you don't even, and that could be a great line from a story element is like, I already am the king and you didn't even know. Mm. Like it's like I did all of this and you didn't notice. I did all of this and you didn't notice. Yeah, I became the king and you didn't notice. Or I took your job because this is I took your job. Yeah, that's bad. But I already took your job. Like and you didn't notice. You're you're just an empty chair now. Or the empty chair. I love that. That's great. I I have one one last one last bowl. One last noodle. Okay. Um, most of the we've been talking about a lot of structures. And we've and and methods for assassination tonight, but a lot of them have all. We've always been honing in on this idea of violence, of of like murder is an inherently violent act, which it is. What if there were a a guild of assassins that took their time and were completely bloodless? And I'm imagining almost like a cult leader, like a group of assassins called the negotiators or or the nihilists where they are given a mark and over time we're talking not not days weeks or months we're talking years they have to negotiate with that person their own demise basically convince them through words alone that life is no longer living and eventually just 
push that idea and that person so hard, like Heaven's Gate or Jonestown, like convince them that if they kill themselves, something good will happen or that life has no longer meaning. And basically yeah. they just, through the power of their words you ins- alone. It's inceptioning them. Yes, exactly. You could, I mean, you could even, you could take that. and You, you could, could, you could just have it be Inception. Yeah, you, you could spin that a slightly different route and, yeah. just, and just have it be like a much shorter time because I think the long time. The dream frame, daggers. Oh, that's fucking good. Um, you, and it could just be the people who are basically Inceptioning others mm-hmm. and maybe not in that exact way with the dream state, but just in the, they propose an idea. And if you, and if you, if you're inviting magic or mm. anything like that and into your world, then they could it could just be like a little earworm that yeah. when they hear that idea and if it's, you know, they fail their wisdom save, yeah. they are, it's inevitable that they, they believe that idea. Yeah. And it That's might be, really I cool. think it's better and more interesting if it's a longer term thing. Cause it's, because it, it also makes it more believable. Yep. Um, but it has that built in deniability, like subliminal messaging. Yeah, or just charisma, or just charisma, just through. I mean, again, just straight if, if picking out vulnerable people. I mean, it is people do it all the time. What if you cultivated that and then marketed it as a skill? That that would be a really fucked up <laughs> assassin's skill. Yeah. Oh, it'd be it'd be awful. I think this is an interesting idea, just in the sense of using various means that exist in human existence to get your way and it's a sad reality but that is an option Mm -hmm. and it's a dark one and it's one we're going to end on because i don't know fuck it why not fuck it what stuck for you (laughs) (laughs) uh what's stuck for me i oh gosh i like to a lot of ideas we had a lot of ideas Mm -hmm. and they're pretty rapid fire Mm -hmm. um it was a good split between like structures and methods. Yeah. Well, well, let me throw it to you. Let's talk to you. Do you have? Do you know? I mean, I, I really like your idea of this, uh, the, the 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 sacred killer, right? Yeah. You know, the one that takes it so seriously, and it's almost an art form to them. I think there's a really interesting. There's a huge amount of potential there. I'm focusing and seeing it more from the religious end. Like, I love the idea of, like, I'm someone who takes this seriously. This is a religious act to me. I worship the god of transitioning from life to death, which most people, you know, the god of murder. You know, I I think that's really, I think that's a really interesting idea. And there's a lot of world building and storytelling potential there. Just from that idea of the idea of someone that takes assassin to be a self-serious guilt-ridden like i don't want to have to do this but i'm very good at it like i think it's it's a very different approach and and one that i i I think is very rich okay i think i think i might have to go with the potato mashers (laughs) because it's just such a weird idea and i like the idea of it's almost like uh assassins meet revolutionaries because that's it's it's a short-lived endeavor and if they're just doing it to sow chaos that's a clever way to, to do it and to just kind of bow out before anybody just totally yeah i i think i like that one and i like it ties really well with your druids too and like your i like the druids one. i like yeah. the druids one a lot but yeah i like that one a lot too yeah i like a lot of the ideas we've had today yeah i think these are some solid ones so for sure uh that's what stuck for us let us know what stuck for you thanks for listening bye